Welcome to the Psychology World Podcast. I'm Connor Whiteley, bringing you with psychology news, articles and other interesting psychology related articles. You where I can find the podcast notes and more interesting psychology related things and you can get your free 8 psychology book box set at connorwhiteley.net. Now let's get on to the show. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 69 of the Psychology World Podcast with me, Colin Wiley. And today's episode is on the faster than element equals risky vaccine intuition and consumer lay theories. Today's episode will be mainly about tackling the biases, the cognitive biases to do with the vaccine. Because having the vaccine, having it in your arm, is the only way we're going to beat the COVID-19 pandemic. And over Christmas, I've been feeling quite... I don't know, I really wanted to try and do something more to help the COVID-19 pandemic effort because, yes, I stay at home, I wash my hands, I social distance and everything. But I still wanted to do more because within the third lockdown here, here in the UK, it's probably going to go into for months and I really wanted to try and do more. So to be honest, if I can convince one person who wouldn't have taken the vaccine before in this episode, then this is a good episode by my standing. And if this episode helps you to convince others to take the vaccine, then this is a successful episode. This is a cognitive psychology episode, but I really, really hope this helps the situation get better. Okay, so enough the depressing stuff. And it's Saturday the 9th of January 2021 as I record this. I really hope that everyone had a great Christmas, Happy New Year, and it's so great to be back doing live episodes. I'm really happy because I've just recorded my author podcast episode and it's just so great to be podcasting again after my little... um time off like over Christmas. So moving on to the psychology news section. So we've been from the British Psychological Society Research Digest and there's some really good articles but they're recapping some old ones which is fine. Okay so some perfectly healthy people can't remember their own lives. This a 2015 story on a report of a new memory disorder continues to draw many readers today. It describes three patients who had a specific impairment to their autobiographical memory, leaving them struggling to remember details of their earlier lives. Apart from this disorder, they were perfectly healthy and showed normal results in most other memory tests. So this article is actually quite interesting because this is actually quite a quite a strange phenomenon because you would expect if you would expect if people were forgetting if people had bad auto autobiographical memory sorry then they would have some other health problem but i think it's really strange that they actually didn't so it's a quite it's yes like it's just a quite an interesting article okay so another one is uh, what are we like 10 psychology findings that reveal the worst of human nature so the first one is uh, kids as young as two are surprisingly selfless we tend to think as toddlers as selfish creatures but it seems even very young children are more pro-social than we give them credit for and that i think is actually yes and then it also goes into and some theories suggest that we are in fact altruistic by nature which if you've read psychology human relationships which i'm going to talk about in the personal update um then you would know that there is some questioning around that but it is an interesting thought though because again though we tend to discredit toddlers as being quite selfish really needy <laughs> so like all oh, the other stuff but as i say in the new books that i'm updating i actually do a quite like research that likes to turn the current thinking on its head that's like this one though like toddlers like tend to show strong repressivity when it comes to like um helping like behavior and they're actually a lot more helpful to uh, yeah, but like uh, to others 
brothers and then it also goes in tons of different stuff that is actually um, quite interesting and to be honest they're actually all too long for me to like go into and I need depth for so about the last one is people with maladaptive um, daydreaming spend an average of four hours a day lost in their imagination maladaptive daydreaming refers to a condition in which people experience intense and time-consuming daydreams which can negatively affect their daily lives it's not included in standard mental health diagnosis manuals but has been the subject of recent research and there have been online communities dedicated to it that might explain the continued popularity of this 2018 piece so yes like that's actually like quite like um interesting because it, um, I think it was, I know it was earlier this year and there was a, a guest post on um, um, ConnorWhiteley.net about like data dreaming and like um, what its focus was and like how it happened. So I think it's actually quite interesting that we can lose four day, you know, like four hours a day of like daydreaming and that, I would hate that. I would hate losing that much time to like daydreaming because I like to be productive and everything. But I think that's a really interesting thought Yes, like that's enough for psychology news section. So let's move on to the personal update. So we're moving on to the personal update. So I hope everyone had a, a great Christmas and happy like New Year. But like as I said in the psychology news section, it's so great to be podcasting and again. It's so great to be talking to be to people again which podcasting for me basically is like talking to all of you wonderful people and in short i just love that podcasting so over the past three weeks been doing tons of like fiction stuff been doing like short stories and so over the course of the uh, christmas break i've been doing like um, tons of like psychology like typing up of notes i've had some um university results back i was like really good because i got a first like in the test no actually i got two firsts in uh, two yeah like in like different tests i was really happy like and uh, this week i've decided to update a number of psychology <laughs> psychology books so i can confirm that um biological psychology will have a third edition Social cultural psychology will have a third edition, but I'm changing the title to be social psychology <laughs> just for marketing purposes. Um, abnormal psychology that will have a third edition, um, developmental third edition, and psychology of human relationships will have third edition and a title change to be psychology of relationships. So, again, I'm really really loving like going into these books and just like updating them because you get fresher new content and. To be honest, something I absolutely loved about the yeah the social psychology update is because there's a great chapter when it um on governmental apologies and like the social psychology behind them and like how they can be used to improve intergroup relations. But it gave me the perfect excuse to um effectively moan about the UK government and their handling because I could just like point like stuff out and I could just like use them as a really good like example. Like it's by no means a political book in the slightest, but I always like love it when you can like slide a few comments in it. So it's really, really good. I absolutely like love these books. So hopefully they should be released in April because I'm gonna do a long pre-order can like campaign. Oh, and then the only other bits of like interesting news though is that on Thursday I had my psychology placement interview with the wonderful people at um, Medway Hospital for the mental health in the older people's services and they're really nice people i yes and i'm really like looking forward to it if i like get to the placement yeah with the placement well i think it sounds really like interesting and i'm like looking forward to getting like real world experience in the 
yes, in the NHS for psychology. And to be honest, I thought there was a lot more to talk about in this at personal update, but it turns out that there isn't. And as always, I always like, love to know your thoughts and feelings on like today's episode. You can always email me, connorwiley.net. You can always leave a comment at the show notes at connorwiley.net forward slash podcast. And you can always um, tweet me on Twitter at SciFiWhiteD. And today's episode has been sponsored by my 2021 diaries, diaries, which I actually completely forgot I actually had them until a brilliant person brought them. Um, yeah, well, I hope like presumably like listens to the podcast. So thank you for buying them because I completely forgot about it. So uh, these diaries I really enjoyed because they're they're like six, yeah, because they're six by nine size, so you can easily fit them like in a handbag. And they're great diaries for like um writing like your appointments down, writing down your lecture, your seminar notes, and any other like social occasions that you might have. Because let's face it, it's early in twenty twenty one. We're in lockdown. Chances you probably haven't like gone out and and I like, got yourself a diary or like a candy yet. I know we haven't, and I really have got to get a, a calendar. <laughs> Just if you want to be able to plan a 2021 and keep a track of everything, I really recommend my psychology diaries. And also one of the best like features though is that they're um they're like a side a day because I hate diaries that have like such small sections for like each a day because. For really busy people, it's pointless because like you don't have enough space to write down all your appointments. So, yes, yeah, so like that is um psychology diaries twenty twenty one, and you can find them on Amazon. So if you just type in psychology diaries twenty twenty one, they should come up. Or if not, just type in like white the diaries, and then they should like come up. Or if you want the really really easy way, then and then like just like go to connorwhitey.net forward slash books, and you can find them there. So, well, that's enough of the personal update. So, let's move on to the content part of today's episode. So, moving on to the content part of today's episode, we're going to be talking about the fast development equals risky vaccine intuition and consumer lay theories. So, again, this is all about cognitive psychology. And this episode I'm really, really passionate about was. The only way how we're going to stop the COVID-19 pandemic, we're going to go back to normal or the new normal is we need to be vaccinated. Enough people need to be vaccinated to be able to get a level of herd immunity. And basically, it's as simple as that. And yes, how we are ignoring the logistical challenges. All over the world, we're having some great vaccines vaccines being approved by regulators like it was only um yesterday and uh, the uk government approved the moderna vaccine so in the uk we thankfully have the pfizer moderna oxford and astrazeneca vaccine we're gonna have enough vaccines to vaccinate everyone hopefully by the end of this year i know the government says mid-year but um if you're in the uk you understand my hesitance <laughs> towards what the government says anyway though so these vaccines are really really important but recent surveys, which if you go to the blog post, you can find a link to the original um, article for when then you can find the survey links in there. But so these surveys have actually found that in the USA, between a third and a half of surveyed people wouldn't take a vaccine even if it's available and free. Okay, so that's really bad. And other countries are also quite similar and really bad, I think, because because if half of people don't get vaccinated, then we're never going to get herd immunity and we're never going to go back to normal in a short. So the main reason for this hesitation is fast development equals risky vaccine intuition. And I really understand this. 
I think this is really common. This is logical because I said back in March to myself and to a few other people, my concern would be that they just rush over the vaccine process. So yes, this is a common fault. But at the end of the day, though, this is wrong. Wrong theory, though, because to be honest, they would not release a dangerous vaccine. I really cannot put it into words. Or I cannot stress enough that they would not release a dangerous vaccine, to be honest. And I will actually go on to the rest of the psychology bit in a moment. But yes, you hear about the side effects. But think of all the life-saving things that do have a side effects, like chemotherapy. It saves lives. It saves people from getting cancer. Yes, there were minor side effects. Yes, there were side effects, but it saves lives. It's, yeah, and it's sort of like that. And basically, by the end of like today's episode, you're going to um, see this in a bit more depth. So, lay theory. So, this fast development equals risky vaccine um, intuition is an example of a lay theory. So, and a lay theory is a theory made up by people to help them navigate their everyday life and it makes the world make sense to them. So, this is similar to the function of attitudes according to Cates 1960 and also the role of ideologies and just another really common cognitive psychology and social psychology mechanism and these theories are really common in behavior and they influence our behavior a lot but they're hard to change because they're implicit which i'll talk which i'll talk about more in a minute and lay theories are a really common way for consumers to understand the world and a really common example of this is um a lay theory is the false idea that unhealthy foods are tasty whereas healthy foods are tasteless i could not disagree with that anymore because I actually find unhealthy food quite disgusting because you can just taste the fat. And to be honest, that's all it is. Unhealthy food it just tends to be fat, which can actually be quite disgusting sometimes though. But there are tons of foods though where that are actually quite healthy and are actually like quite nice. And I, uh, but yeah, <laughs> like I'm not going to go onto the more disgusting ones. Like I've had a um, beetroot and a feta burger before. Sounds disgusting. Really healthy, but it was really nice and it was really tasty. So... But again, though, but, but that's an example of uh, um, of a lay theory that is wrong. To be honest, I see that. I actually see it as a skill of your cooking because if you're a good cook, then you can make healthy food tasteful. And if you're a bad cook, then you're going to make healthy food tasteless. So we're now actually going into this um, intuition. So where does this intuition come from? So this intuition to that because the most trustworthy source is saying a vaccine takes 10 to 15 years to develop. I've heard that, we've all heard that. So this allows us to set a baseline for what a vaccine should be like. Meaning that when multiple vaccines are developed in under the course of a year, we have every right to be suspicious. I get that. And it also doesn't help that in the US media, politicians and other experts have constantly been banging on about the speed of this. So again, this reinforces the entire concern that people have about, right, we know that this vaccine is being rushed even though it isn't, it's just what people are implying from the term speed. And also in the US, I'm pretty sure there weren't as many statements in the UK, but I might be wrong. But in the beginning of the pandemic, tons of cautionary statements were from experts about the speed of, and the speed of the development. And there were tons of quotes I could have picked, but I'm not going to mention them here because I don't agree with them. Okay, <laughs> and it's my show. <laughs> So overall, so it's not hard for people who are already suspicious of vaccines to make up an intuition where the speedy development means an increased risk in the vaccine and people skipping steps. So how do you change the so-called intuition? Because it's an, because it's an example of um, an implicit attitude, which Kate1960 has said that 
implicit attitudes are quick to activate and really hard to change to be honest to some extent there's not a lot you can do and also because it's implicit tons of people don't actually realize that you have this intuition that's stopping them from getting the vaccine they probably think it's because of another reason so implicit attitudes are hard to change but there are two ways that can actually help well that have been suggested then the article later said they still might not work so these two ways are updating people on risks and information which is why i think um which is what i think what the uk government's doing is actually quite good yes i can't believe i said that either my fellow um <laughs> my fellow british people <laughs> I was like, what they're doing now is sun from Monday. So when this podcast goes out, they're actually going to be updating people on how many people have been vaccinated. And that I think is actually quite a good idea because people can see that, let's say, 1.5 million people have been vaccinated and there's been no reported side effects, deaths, etc. due to the vaccine. So that I think is going to be quite helpful. And also something that I've noticed, at least in the UK, is that the news programmes are telling you how the vaccines work which is really important because people fear the unknown again something as old as time something we don't understand we fear completely understand that and to be honest because i really want people to take the vaccine because i really want to do my part because i because like you nine times out of ten i think that we feel quite powerless against this so just please just stay at home social distance wash your hands and everything so i really want to explain how the vaccine works and if you go to the article there's a really good article from the cdc um it wasn't the original article that i um, looked at but it's packed with great information on how the vaccines work and i really recommend it so to prepare for this article i researched how the covid19 vaccines work work and i looked at oxford astrazeneca vaccine but i actually found out they all they all work in a similar way so in short vaccines work the exact same way how they've always have so vaccines work by injecting by injecting a dead or inactive strain of the virus into your bloodstream then the virus is rna which is and then this is detected by the body but note so the virus is dead or inactive so it cannot grow it cannot develop it cannot do anything to you and this happens because it's been genetically modified so this vaccine cannot hurt you then what happens is that the body triggers an immune response and then a lack of a better term term <laughs> which i was quite horrified when i was writing this video off because i know how it works i just want to keep it simple it's simple and also because this is a psychology podcast not a biology podcast and then the um, body remembers the antibodies choose when a life strain of the virus enters your body and that after the vaccine like when a covid19 comes into your bloodstream your body will will trigger an immune response once again and you won't even know about that you've had covid because your body deals deals with it so quickly and this isn't anything new this is how all vaccines work and millions of lives are saved each year because of these um vaccines like uh, the flu the mmr jab and so many great vaccines that save lives so i want to wrap up this this uh, podcast saying yes this is a deeply personal podcast because i want to do something but please get vaccinated i know this is a scary time but i don't want anything bad to happen to you and i want you just to stay safe get vaccinated because the only way how we're all going to come through this is that if we get healthy and if people are vaccinated that is the only way that we're going to get out of this so again i really hope that you've been enjoyed it really hope i haven't um, gone too uh, political or too like vaccine on you but just stay safe please check out my psychology diaries on amazon have a great day and i'll see you next time
thanks for listening today i hope you enjoyed it if you want to see the show notes then please go to connorwhitely.net and if you want a free eight book psychology box set then please go to connorwhitely.net have a great day and i'll see you next time